Hey! Good morning, good morning, good morning. is the day that the Lord has made. Who has the final say? Jehovah. Awesome to be in the land of the living. It is so wonderful and awesome to see you all joining us. Um, I pray that you had a wonderful weekend. I just want to say congratulations. Why am I saying congratulations? Because you made it through another day. So congratulations. Happy blessed Monday. Yes. We are going to pray and then we're going to jump right into the topic that the Lord has for us. If you feel led to share, please share. Um, I love our morning discussions, love the spiritual nuggets. So keep the comments coming. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for another opportunity to live for you, yes. another opportunity to be impactful for you, another day to experience you like never before, another day to be a light, another day to be the salt that you called us to be. You gave us this day 
so that it can be used for your glory and that we and so that we can experience your greatness. So, Lord, as we begin to speak about your word, as we begin to share, God, I pray that you will help us all to leave with tools that will help us for this day. We're asking that Holy Spirit, you have your way. Speak to myself. Speak through Keela. And if there's anything that either one of us have ever done to anyone in our past or our present, God, we're asking that you will forgive us. And we're praying that those individuals will forgive us as well, because we never want to be a hindrance to anybody receiving you. We love you. We praise you. We say, speak now, Holy Spirit, asking you to take over. In Jesus name, we do pray and give thanks. Amen and amen. Amen. Um, so this morning, I asked Corey if he would give us a recap of a sermon that he preached on yesterday. Um, it was so good, and excuse me if I get the title wrong, but I am touching what you call dead. Mm -hmm. I am touching what you call dead. So pretty much the sermon was about how we cancel things out. Mm -hmm. um, we think it's over. We call it quits. But one touch from God can restore or fix any situation. Mm -hmm. So if you wouldn't mind jumping in. Yeah, so, giving us a recap. So yeah, my scripture uh, text was from Luke. Um, seven. It was from Luke seven where it talked about uh, when Jesus went into the city of Nan. Um, there was a lady who only had one son. Her son was, as we know it, dead. They had the beer. The beer is the thing that they take the body or the casket on and roll it to wherever they're going to bury the person that they had the beer. And Jesus was like, "Hold on, stop, halt," and he pretty much told the lady's son to arise. And the people that were carrying him, they stood still. You know, Jesus is talking. They stood still. And he said, arise. So let me read that for you real quick. And then we'll talk about it. Um, it says, and it came to pass um, that day after uh, that he went into the city called Nan. And many of his disciples went with him and much people. Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man. Hear the verbiage dead. It was, he was a dead man, carried out the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and he said unto her, weep not. And he came, and he touched the bier, and they that bare him stood still. And he said, young man, I say unto thee, arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak and he delivered him to his mother. Wow. In this passage here, there was a woman uh, who had, let's bring it to, let's bring it to 2020, who had a situation that had a situation um, that hurt her, uh, that had a situation that man said that it couldn't be fixed, um, was dealing with some situations or a situation in her life where she thought that it was the end of the road. But how many know that when Jesus 
touches something. How many know that when Jesus' hand is upon you or upon that situation, it is restored. Your life can be restored with the touch of Jesus. Your um, finances, your marriage, your relationship with him, your mindset, all these things can be restored with a touch of Jesus. So the sermon topic yesterday was I'm touching what you call dead. And it wasn't me. When I say I'm touching, I mean Jesus. He's touching those things that you call dead. The thing that you think uh, that can't not be fixed, he says, I'm touching it. Because you went a certain way for so long and you think that it's end of the road, at, you think you're at the end of the road, he says, nope, I'm touching it. And the thing is, you must realize, you can interject when you want to, you must realize that you cannot, I cannot, like only the idea of Jesus touching my situation. I can't just like the idea of it. A lot of us, we like the idea of following Christ. We like the idea. We, oh, here it is. We are a fan, but we're not a follower as it pertains to that situation. And we like the idea, but we don't really want God to come in and change us. Because we see what we see, the lady in this passage, she saw the fact that her son was dead. They were carrying him to be buried. She saw the fact that her son was dead. But when Jesus came on the scene, he looked past your hurt. He looked past what family members have done to you. He looked past how uh, the road that you've traveled in order for you to be in this position, to have this mindset, to act this way. He's looking past all of that and he's going to have compassion on you and he's going to touch your situation. He said, I'm touching what you call dead, what you say can't be restored, what you think can't be fixed. Hallelujah. He says, I'm touching what you call dead. The thing that you think you don't have answers about, and you don't, God has the answers. The thing that you think that cannot be worked out, I don't know who I'm talking to, but God says, I'm touching what you call dead. And when I touch it, it's going to come back to life. It's going to be restored. It's going to be revived. It's no longer going to be the way that it once was. Your mindset is not going to be the way that it once was when Jesus touched your mind. Your heart your heart is not going to be the same way when Jesus touches your heart. Your way of living, your attitude, the way you carry yourself, the way you look at yourself. None of these things are going to be the same when he touches you. He says, I'm touching what you consider, what you call, what you see, what you are proclaiming to be dead. I'm touching it. And it's going to be made new when I touch it. And I've been sitting here thinking about numerous, well, countless, endless situations that he has touched in my life. Situations that I thought was dead. Times when I thought it was over. Yes. Times when I couldn't see the end of the road. Yes. Um, and something else 
that you said yesterday, um, and I don't know verbatim how you put that thing, but you were talking about touches from the world. Oh, absolutely. Ain't going to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times we, as people, when we're operating in the flesh, we look for other things to touch our situation. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically what I was saying is basically uh, we have to get to the point where we realize the only thing that will work is a touch from God. That's right. You know, I've done it before in the past. Um, you, you, you can't look outside of God um, for a solution. We talked about it before. You cannot replace perfection with something else. Um, but you can't look outside of God for a solution. Does it feel good at the moment? Yes. Does it seem like it's working at the moment? Yes. But at the end of the day, when the rubber meets the road, you must realize that that's only temporary. But a touch from God is the only thing that's going to fix your situation. So nothing else will do. Those are just, we just pacify. Patch jobs, pacifying. Yep. That's yep. all it is. Temporary. Yes. Temporary peace, yes. so to speak, which yes. really isn't peace no, when it's you not. think about it. No, when it's you not. look to outside things, when you look to people, when you look to places, when you look to substances, when you look to things, behaviors, behaviors because at the end of the day, your situation is still your situation. Um, sometimes we add mess on top of what is already going on in our lives when Absolutely. we don't allow God to come in and fix it. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, it's like, hey, in the natural, you could have a situation that you need a doctor's attention for. You can try to do everything that you want to do. But this particular thing, you need to see a doctor for. Mm -hmm. Same way in the spiritual realm. You have situations that you're going through. You're looking to try to get some, I think we talked about this as well. <laughs> you're looking to get some peroxide. Okay, that'll do good for a little while. You're looking to get some, this is for the old people, some mercurocone that I remember that back in my day, that red stuff. <laughs> you're looking to get some medicated Vaseline. You're looking to get some liquid bandage. No, you spiritually cannot do those things. You need God yes. to touch your situation. Thank you, Sister Mosby. Outside things will not bring in that inner peace. Wow. You are absolutely right. And wow. I love what Mother Simon said. We put on band-aids. God puts on healing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he says, I'm touching what you call dead. And, 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 and when the Lord gave me that sermon topic, I'm like, what in the world? I'm touching what you call dead? Why would somebody want to touch something dead? But he showed me restoration. Someone out there today needs to be restored. Your peace needs to be restored. Your mindset needs to be restored. Listen, you must realize that the only way that you're going to overcome is with the help of the Lord. No other way. And by touch, I mean God's involvement. I mean God's leading. You're asking God, fix me, I'm broken. That's what I mean by touch. Now, in this situation, he literally, you know, touched the thing and told the guy to arise. But you, you can speak. You can say, arise, dead thing, whatever it is. 
You know, you can speak that too. The Bible says that the power of life and death is where? In our tongue. So you can speak that as well. But you have to be to the point where you're just not doing it. Um, because you like the idea. You have to be serious about this thing because, listen, change comes about when you surrender. Thank you. I said change comes about when you surrender. You can't say God changed this and you still go down that path. You can't say, Lord, fix this, and you still continue to go. To that, that you have to trust him and you have to surrender. Yes. So he oh. says... Oh, thank you. You have to surrender all. Thank you. All to Jesus, my blessed Savior. I surrender all. You can't pick up and put down. Because here's the thing. If you don't surrender all, one area is going to go lacking. He wants to touch it all. Yes. Every situation that's dead, he wants to touch it all. Don't try to weigh it out. Oh, God can handle this. God can't handle that because that happened years and years ago. And I'm staying because of it. No, he can handle it all. So you have to give him all. Give it all to him. As the song says, give yourself away mm -hmm. so he can use you. Give what you think away. Give what you've been through away. Give your uh, ups and downs away to him so that he can use you. Because I'm telling you, once he touches it, once he puts his hand on it, it will never be the same. It will never be the same. So somebody out there, today you need a touch. You need a touch. And as the topic says, I am touching what you call dead. Um, we have to stop. So giving it all to him, let's break that down yeah. as to what it really means to give it all. Yeah. You pray about the situation. Mm -hmm. You recognize and realize that there isn't a thing that you can do. Mm-hmm about the situation mm -hmm. without the guidance of the Holy Spirit, without God's guidance. We have to recognize and realize that in situations, there is nothing that we can do. We need to lean and depend on God for his counsel, mm -hmm. for his direction. Mm -hmm. um, his, all, peace. Hmm? his peace. His peace. Um, I was getting there. I was going to say also, when you turn it over to Jesus, we need to leave it there and trust that he is going to handle the situation. Sometimes we will pray about a thing, but we will still worry about a mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Those two things don't mix. Nope. We need to pray about it, give it up, just give it all away and keep it moving because if... I feel like if you pray about it, but you're still worrying about it, you're contradicting God's word. Mm. You're contradicting what he is saying. Yeah. yeah. So we have to learn to give it up and leave it there and trust him. And, and, and I feel like our lives will flow a lot smoother. Are we still going, going to have trials and tribulations? Absolutely. 100%. But it, our lives will flow smoother, meaning we will um, we won't be in the way, mm -hmm. tainting what he is trying to fix. That's good. I like we that. We won't be I like in that. the mix. I like that. We will we will 
be out of the way and let God do what he's trying to do. I hope that made sense. No, I like that. <laughs> I like that. You said tainting what he's trying to fix. Well, yes, we we get in it and we we contaminate it. Mm. And and he's already um working it out. Mm -hmm. And we contaminate it. And I've said it before, a lot of times we delay our deliverance. We delay our healing because we get in the way or we hold on to things or we don't have faith that a touch from God mm -hmm. can restore a situation. We get in the way. Yeah. Yeah. And um, when you said the contamination, I thought about like <laughs> the crime scene when the investigators and the detectives come up and show up, they move everybody away from the crime scene because they don't need anything else to be added. You have to realize that God knows what he's doing. Step off of the scene. Mm. Step out of the way. Let him do what he needs to do. And to give it to him simply means to say that you trust him. And you talked about all. That means whatever it is. Whatever it is. Like I said, we can't pick and choose what we think that God is able to help us with. Let, he's the judge of that. And I'll tell you what he's going to say. He's going to say, is there anything too hard for God? So you must realize that you, in order for God to touch the situation, you have to take your hands off of it. That's right. He's not going to touch what your hands are, are being, uh, with your hands on it. He's not going to touch the situation. Yes. Sister Johnson said, when we give it all to God, we need to bury the entire shovel. Oh, my. The handle also. I love Whoa, that. That's I love deep. that. That's deep. We need to bury the, the entire shovel, a.k.a. stop digging it up. <laughs> mm, that's good. I like that. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sister Mosley, Mosby, I'm sorry. I know your last name is Mosby. Mm -hmm. Our lives will flow if you just let stuff go. I Ooh, love I that. Like that rhyme. Wow. I like that rhyme. Wow. But that's true, though. Your life will flow better if you learn to let stuff go. I like it. I like it. And I like the shovel one, too, because that way, when you bury it, and you bury the shovel, including the handle, ain't none you, there isn't anything to pull out. You can't pull out the shovel once you bury the handle. <laughs> if you want it that bad, you're going to have to buy another shovel. And I'm quite sure if you give something to Jesus, you don't want it bad enough where it's already at the verge of being worked out and you pick it back up. Yo, no, 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 no. Listen, I just want to say this before we... Um come up with our daily challenge. Listen, God hears us. Mm, he that. hears us. Say that. He hears our cries. He hears our prayers. I know that sometimes it doesn't feel like it. I know that sometimes you pray and pray and pray about a thing. I've been there. I've been there even recently. Um, a certain situation I have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed about. And I don't see mm. um, how God is fixing that wow, situation. Wow. So I... sometimes it feels uh, like you have been stranded. Sometimes you feel all alone. Sometimes it's like, all right, you say pray without ceasing. That's what I've been doing. I don't see um, how this thing is going to be worked out. But we have to remember, sometimes we may not ever 
see it, yeah. so to speak. But God is working it out yeah. for our good. Mm-hmm. I think that we don't see the results that we want to see. So we think that it's not being worked out. Mm-hmm. So um, he hears us. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> if you have been praying about a thing, I'm talking to somebody. <laughs> if you have been praying about a thing, don't stop. He hears you. Um, he knows what you stand in need of. He knows what your loved ones stand in need of. Keep praying about it. Um, the enemy wants for us to become discouraged. Mm-hmm. He wants for us to think that God doesn't hear us. He wants us to think that um, our situations are going to be our situations forever. He wants for us to think that it's the end of the road. He wants for us to think that there is no such thing as a healing. Um, that's what the enemy wants. But I'm telling you, God hears us. Amen. God hears you. Amen. Mm, mm, mm. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> what is our challenge today? Uh, challenge is to, to let God touch it. And what I mean by that is completely take your hands off of it. Once you express to him in prayer whatever it is that you want him to fix, you begin to walk in your victory. Wow. Don't look back. Uh, I wonder if he's doing it. I wonder if he's not. No. Once you give it to him, begin to walk in your victory. Begin to praise him in advance for what it is that he's doing. No matter how long it takes, realize that he's working out working out your situation. So that's the challenge. When you give it to him, leave it there. Completely take completely take your hands off of it and begin to walk in your victory. That's good. Yep. Because it's not going to always feel like he's touching it, you know? Sometimes it's going to seem like he's not there, you know? Um, and sometimes it's going to look impossible, but you got to realize what type of God you serve. You yes. serve the God of impossible. Yes. I love what you said, and then we're going to pray. I love what you said. You said you take it to God, and then you walk in victory. That's it. No more you're head sp- hanging down. <laughs> you're speaking it. No more, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, um, let's pray um, that the Lord will equip us. The Lord will allow us to focus on this challenge, um, not just today, but the days ahead, but that he will allow us to focus on this and know that, listen, when he touches it, it will be changed. It will be changed. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this moment. Thank you for allowing us to share together about you and about how powerful your touch is. God, we thank you for um, what you've touched before. Help us to look back at those things that you've already touched, that you've already changed, and help us to see that you are no respecter of persons, neither are you a respecter of situations. Anything that you worked out before, you can work out something else at a later time. So we thank you for being the God who is undefeated. Thank you for being the God who is victorious. Thank you for being the God who can change, who can set free, who can deliver. And right now, God, we're praying that you will help us to accept the challenge to give it to you completely, to take our hands off of whatever it may be, 
and begin to walk in victory. Walk like we know that you've done it. Talk like we know that you've done it. God, we thank you. God, we praise you. We give your name the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name, Jesus name. we do pray and we give thanks. Amen. 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 And before we go, I have to ask the famous question that um, Minister Hunt asks after every sermon. And that question is, what do you see? What do you see? Do you Amen. see your situations being bigger than God? Or do you see in God being bigger than your situations? Amen. Do you see God being able to touch, heal, and deliver any situation in your life? Mm -hmm. Or do you see that situation as being dead forever? That Good situation question. being that God can't touch it. What do you see? That is a very important Amen. question. Amen. And how Amen. you see is pretty much how you feel about God. Right. What you see determines how you feel about God. And determines the outcome as well. It sure does. Yeah. It sure does. Absolutely. What do you see? <laughs> God God can fix it. Like you said, he's undefeated. Mm-hmm. Take it to him. Yeah. Whatever you stand in need of. <laughs> Please make sure you are reaching out to someone today. You never know. Um, with someone around you may be going through. You could see them every day. You could talk to them every day. And you may think that they are okay um, based on what you see. But you never know what someone may be facing or what someone may be struggling with. And it is so important. Um, you know, I see it all around. Please check on your strong friends because your strong friends need help Amen. as well. Amen. Your strong friends need to be encouraged as well. Mm -hmm. Again, you never know what someone else may be going through and you could potentially save a life just by reaching out to someone, um, by offering an encouraging word, by offering prayer, just letting someone know that you care. It really makes a difference. On the flip side, if you are someone struggling with something, please do not suffer in silence. Um, there is help out there for you. Um, please don't suffer in silence. It's so important. Um, we are all supposed to be here. I'm sorry. Um, we are all supposed to be here for one another. Um, that is part of our kingdom assignment to um, be there for one another, to lean and depend on one another, not to judge someone else's situation just because it doesn't look like your situation. Um, we have to stop judging people. We don't know the heavy loads that some people are carrying. Mm -hmm. um, so please Let's just be there for one another. And again, don't forget about that part of your kingdom assignment. Um, are you going to allow the Lord to use you on today? That is another question. Amen. That's a good one. <laughs> a good one. <laughs> um, we love you. I think I have covered everything. Um, praying that you have 
a blessed and fabulous day. Stay encouraged. Prayerfully, we will see you again on tomorrow morning. Thank you. Be blessed.